is so we're back again and this week our podcast is all focused around manifestation creation law of attraction whatever you want to call it but it's the process of making things happen basically in your life and where i wanted to start this conversation was more focused on this 10 year challenge that everyone's doing now i've been looking on people's instagrams and it's all funny and nice and very interesting to see how people have changed (laughs) or perhaps not changed evolved not evolved but it really got me thinking recently about forgetting and moving away from the exterior how people's lives have actually changed on the interior and with everything else that they wanted to achieve like Mm. in that 10 year in that picture 10 years ago what were the dreams and ambitions that you had for this point in your life and have you achieved them that's Mm. what it got me thinking i started doing the 10 year challenge internally well trying to trying to find thinking space because i just thought i'm not posting a picture of myself 10 years ago i need to actually sit down and think where was i 10 years ago because a picture is not enough to kind of showcase that time in my life especially because it was so different from where i am now Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that thinking of the 10-year challenge got me got me thinking about manifestation and how many people that have actually posted the pictures have actually achieved the things that they were thinking and feeling and dreaming at that time. Because it's very nice to say, yeah, glow up. And you might be cuter and you might have learned to contour your face. But it doesn't mean that the dreams and the aspirations and the things that you held for yourself then, you are still fighting for or you have actually achieved. Definitely. And it's like more than just sitting there and looking at two different pictures we kind of want people to be thinking about the manifestation period and how it's been for you in the last 10 years and mm-hmm. how you want it to be in the 10 years coming up. So yeah. that when you look at that 10-year picture in 10 years from now, so we're in 2019, mm-hmm. in 2029, how will your life be then? And more so than a picture, actually, what can you say for yourself? What can you say for your life in terms of what you've been able to create out of life? And um, so that was the beginning of the thought process. And I just found it really intriguing to see how many people are actually sitting there and posting all these old pictures and talking about how they used to be. And a lot of it for me seems quite external. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are talking about how they used to do this, how they used to dress. Mm -hmm. My body is more snatched or I put on weight. Yeah. That's it. It's stopped and, and, and that's it. And many people aren't really... I mean, some people are, but obviously you can only go so far on Instagram. But True. the point is, it's almost thinking, and it's made me reflective of where have I come from in the last 10 years and actually where I want to be in the next 10 years more so. Because, yeah, the past is all good and great and it ha- holds its place, but I'm a forward-thinking person. So mm. it's like, okay, in this 10-year challenge that I want to do with myself, yeah. where do I want to be? And that links really heavily with what I'm doing with my life at the moment. Because I am someone who's constantly... And I know I like to say I am someone, but anyway, I'm constantly dreaming and thinking about the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And I try to control that as much as I can so that I don't feel anxious because I do kind of battle with my anxiety because I'm always thinking about the next thing. Mm. But in terms of trying to kind of handle that recently, what I've been thinking is I need to outline all the things I want to achieve and start putting little little bits of time into those things yeah. along with the working life that I have along with the podcast that we're trying to do and, and then the dream that we have behind this because obviously it's not just a podcast but so I'm just starting to think I've got all these dreams all these ambitions what's making me feel anxious is that I'm not feeding them mm. it's not that they're not there because lucky enough for me I have things that I want to do yeah. things that I've always aspired to do yeah. things that I aspired to do 10 years ago that I still want to do, do. and perhaps if I had broken them down and started putting different bits of time into those goals then and even feeling that they were possible for me in the 10 year stretch then I would have done them but oh well now I'm here I know that they're possible I Mm. believe in myself enough to make them happen but it's actually sitting down and thinking why am I anxious about my future well maybe you haven't even planned out your future Mm. because a lot of the things that we'd hope to aspire and dream towards whether it was from 2009 to 2019 or from 2019 to 2029 
the main thing that's going to steer that is your thought process. Yeah. So much as it might be okay, financial circumstances, again, can come and go tomorrow. You can win the lottery today and also, I don't know, have to sacrifice a lot of money or lose a lot in terms of investment. So then it's here and then it's gone. It can be, you know, all of the external factors, maybe having a house or a car. All of those things feel like they sound and feel like they have the most weight. But really and truly, it's going back to the same thing we've been saying since episode one, which is your thought process. Mm-hmm. It's about the weight that you're carrying. So how you think and carry yourself, how much belief you have in yourself, where is the confidence going to come from for you to be able to go for that mm-hmm. ambition? Where is the drive going to come from for you to be able to start that business and maintain it? Mm-hmm. How are you going to make that step forward to say to people, actually, this is what I'm going to be doing from now on. I know it might sound bizarre, but this is my dream. It all comes from internal things. like. Yeah. You may have, yeah. you know, all and the... it's like, actually, for you to be able to get there in 2029, 20, yeah. it's the conversations that you're having today. Yeah. It is those conversations where you're telling people, actually, I don't want to be in, in work in 10 years' time. I would like to be financially free in 10, 10 years', years time. time. Right. But it, and, and it's like, okay, yeah, they might sound out of pocket compared to everybody else who's very content with a nine-to-five. But if that's your thing, you're never going to be happy until that happens. So what are you going to do? Suffer with anxiety and be upset and be vexed with the world until they happen or start to think, rah, you know what? In this next 10-year challenge, when I do the 2019 versus 2029, I want my life to work like that. Yeah. And I think moving on from the 10-year challenge is yeah. moving um, towards what we've been thinking about a lot recently is the manifestation pro- pro- um, process, process and what it means to actually to manifest and unconscious versus conscious creation, which we talked a little bit about in the last podcast. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be very mean and say I'm not going to repeat that one again. So if you didn't <laughs> listen to episode three, you're going to have to go back and catch episode three. Self-awareness is the name of the episode. Right. Yeah. And figure out about the unconscious and conscious creation and we talked about thoughts taking two routes and I'm going to kind of leave that there and talk about my own personal experience with being conscious and unconscious thoughts so it was September of last year so this is something I did quite recently and it was after reading the book that we we said inspired the podcast manifest now and um I wanted to go for a new position at work but it wasn't technically a position at work I wanted to become um I'll give you a bit of background because I'm being a bit vague I don't want to be vague sorry so I am currently a math leader in a primary school and I wanted to become a specialist leader so I wanted to be a leader who was forward thinking but moving into different school spaces and being in charge of some school improvement not just in my own setting but in other schools so if you know anything about maths or teaching you'll know that the maths hub is the main way route to do that so applications came up the positions were available. I currently share my role with another colleague at work and we both decided we wanted to go for the same um, um, role. So we went for the role. From reading this book, I said, okay, it can't just me be, be me filling in the application and hoping for the best. I've got to be putting in some work. So I'd wake up in the morning sometimes and I'd sit down and plan as if I was going to a school today, what I would be saying to this mass leader that I've imagined. I woke up in the morning and I started to think about how I would be presenting myself to a new head teacher I was teaching, just meeting for the first time. What is it I wanted them to think about me first impressions? I spent time actually planning out action plans for other people as if I was working with them. None of these things were happening yet. They were just but in your imagination. They were in my imagination. Mm. I would wake up in the morning and think, okay, today's the day I'm doing that conference that I've been planning. Oh, what am I going to wear? How am I going to um, start things off? What icebreaker am I going to use? I did all of that. And I enjoyed that process so much that things felt so real for that point in time when I was waiting for the application process to kind of be sorted out. Had the in interview, interview went brilliantly. I didn't get the, the position. I didn't get the position. I was downhearted. And the ice on the cake was 
my I'm gonna call her my partner in crime. My partner in crime got the position. Her colleague. Yes, my mm-hmm. colleague. Mm-hmm. So she also got the she got the position and I didn't, and that was a knockback. And then the manifesting stopped for a bit. I was a bit like, oh, well, I haven't got it. So that's that. But then I remembered from the interview, the lady said that there was nothing really holding me or stopping me from being able to be um, a, a specialist leader. I can definitely do it. And then I spoke to another colleague of mine who went to a different school and he was like, oh, there's ways around it. Don't even worry about it. I got knocked back too. So then I went back to the manifesting process again. I was thinking about what shoes I'd wear to conferences. I was doing all of that. I was making it very visual, very like it was life and reality for myself in my mind. I enjoyed it so much. So then I filled in another application and then went through the route of doing it for the borough of Brent where we where I live. So I then went to that interview. And then in that interview, I knew it was mine. There was no way I was coming out of that that interview room and that board of women who were all in front of me, beautiful women, all white all um very middle class and all you know completely opposite to me but I knew I wowed them I knew everything had fallen into place and I was very confident as I walked in and the same confidence when I left I think it took with maybe an hour hour and a half then they employed me as an as an SLE right the three things that are very different about this at the point in time there was no vacancy for a maths SLE no one was looking for one that was the first thing the second thing was at my school you wouldn't need two SLEs in the same subject. You need one. You don't really need two. So even being given the leeway to be able to go for the position again was something that shouldn't have happened because it doesn't make logical sense. But when you're wanting things to manifest, they don't make logical sense. They just happen because of the law of attraction, which we'll come on to later. And the simple fact of I'm only kind of still new into my role. Some of these people who have been math leaders are 10 year plus. Mm. They've been to Shanghai. They've done this. They've, I've done none of those things. I simply have a sheer passion. I know what I'm talking about when I'm in that frame of mind, when I'm talking about maths and when it comes to making progress on what works and what doesn't work. And that's how I managed to get the position I'm in. My colleague has all the experience now and has been trained a lot to be able to be deployed so she can go to different schools. However, she also hasn't been deployed, whereas I already have been. So it shows the differences in in the thought process and how you can actually make things happen to yourself simply from a train of thought and nothing else i am technically not qualified enough to have the position that i have i have it and i execute it and people are happy with the work that i'm doing so that just proves that if you are really conscious about what you're doing and consciously creating thought through the process of manifestation you can make things happen in your life I think what's so powerful in your example is the fact that you know people go to all these meetings they mm. go to do vision boards vision this parties. and that parties mm. quotations whatever yeah. but what you did is you you took what was in your mind your imagination and you were living that yeah like you almost acted it out you mm-hmm. made it this real thing for yourself and so what you were doing was you were taking the visual visualization and acting as if it was already happening yeah and that was Possibly what was the thing that unlocked you yeah. compared to everybody else, yes. because you were actually in that visualization preparing yourself because people don't really believe that something's going to happen. Because that's, that's another that's point the, in itself. Yeah, yeah. But because people don't really believe they want it. They don't really truly believe, believe it. So they wouldn't do because 
you, if she was to tell me that at the time, I would be inspired because I'm reading a book. But at a different time in our lives, I'd be yeah. like, listen, I think you're losing it, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, that's the reality. <laughs> you're doing a bit much. You're doing it too much. You might want to step You know, back. you might want to prepare yourself for the disappointment. Ooh, and, you and, heard it. and because mm. that's how we think. Yeah. We think, you know, nothing is ever so good and it's never going to be that good. And we have this element of one foot in and one foot out. Mm. But if you truly want to become something, Dive. you throw yourself. Fully. It's like we all say, oh, I don't understand how that person's a singer. They can't even sing that good. I wouldn't come to their concert, but that person's making more money than you, mm-hmm. more successful than you, more influential than you, besides your opinion. Because they believe in because themselves they believe by in themselves. themselves. Mm-hmm. I didn't need no, like, so, I'm sorry, I said no vision party, no vision board, nobody else. It was myself and my books and my 10, 15 minutes and in the morning. Was, even if you need other people, you actually took some advice yeah. and you put it into it's action. Yeah, definitely. You put it into action. I think to go on to my own personal experience. Now, I know you guys have had me talk about weddings quite a bit, but I guess that's what's happening in my life right now. Yay. My wedding day is coming up in the next couple of months. So, so yeah. So I think with me, I, mine started at church before i came across this book obviously um being in faith and having faith for things mm-hmm. was something that you know you, you experience in church and and my church talks about faith a lot mm-hmm. so it was something that was was particularly new to me even though i'd heard it before it was particularly new not in the hearing because you had heard about manifestation of before. Course, yeah, yeah it was in the application yeah, the yeah, application yeah. which was, was different mm. so at the time i was going to something called the love school and in love school it's like um, a session that they have in my church and it's, it's like um, what's the word it's Focused, focused on yeah, love life on, yeah. and they help you to kind of visualize and believe and, and, and do all of the things that you need to do the creation process but more so it's making you believe that you deserve somebody as good enough as your imagination Vision, yeah right so i think i'd gone through a lengthy process i'd gone for a few years i'd gone for a lengthy process of imagining what my guy could look like making a list and then and then i remember one time the the, the pastor was like start to plan your wedding you know, and I start, and I had a folder. This is before Pinterest, guys. I had a folder in 2000. And, it must have been about 2013 mm-hmm. because the folder was for 2015. Right. So I had this whole folder. It was called my 2015 wedding and it had colours. It had pictures. It had this. It had that. It had all of these things. And obviously I'm getting married in 2019. But it just goes to show that it's not always going to happen that first no. time. And what do you do? And I had the folder and I parked it up because I realised that for me that the look of my wedding wasn't the most important thing. Yeah. It was the kind of person I was going to meet and the kind of person I was going to be. But everything that I was doing in that point in my life on the, before I met my partner, everything that I was doing was about securing my husband. Now for other people that might not be a big deal or it might not be something that they focus on. But for me, it was like, I can have all of these things in my life. I believe I can have a successful career. I believe that I can do these things for my thing for myself. One thing I don't necessarily believe in because of my environment and where I've come from is being, you know, somebody's wife. For me, it's very hard to imagine because nobody in my family is married. No woman in my family was married. So for me, it's like, it's very hard to imagine yourself if you don't have any models, you don't have any role models. Mm -hmm. So for me, the first step was believing and then taking action on that belief. And so I started coming up with the Pinterest folders before Pinterest existed. And I started researching and I started making lists. And I remember people telling me, you know, like, wow, your list is a little bit lengthy. But I was very specific in what I wanted. It wasn't just, yeah, I want a man of God. For me, it was bigger than that. What kind of person do I want to be with? You know, in every single detail. I'm somebody who likes a certain type of things and a certain type of lifestyle. I had to equate for that because people talk about love. But at the end of the day, if you're not satisfied in other areas in your relationship, it's going to be make it very, very difficult for the love mm-hmm. to stay. So it's like you've got to know yourself enough and you've got to believe enough. And those things work hand in hand. And I was doing that whole process. Everything that I was doing, every prayer, everything was about finding this man because I knew that if I was able to lock down this part of my life that I didn't really believe in, it would give me strength to unlock the things that I already believe in. 
I really believed I could be successful in any career that I chose because mm-hmm. I, I'm book smart and I happen to be that way. Okay. But obviously, meeting my partner has given me a whole different side outlook of life, on, of a whole different outlook on even my career because he's being able to enrich me. And I just had the understanding that if I had one of the most important things in my life locked down and everything else would flourish myself relationship with god and then of course a husband and so everything i was doing up to the point that i met my husband was was about that and so when i met him it took me two months two months i knew it was him Mm. two months we were sitting in malta and we were laughing on a sofa in a hotel and i was like rah you know this could actually be it Mm. and then i was unafraid to throw myself like we were we came back from malta three months into our relationship and my mum was saying so when's the wedding date and he was like whoa 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 but for me i wasn't like whoa whoa, whoa." i can understand why he might be but for me i wasn't whoa whoa whoa," because i'm like you know what i'm gonna press the conversation i'm not here to play games because i know what i'm in this for yeah you're meeting the boxes let's have the convo it might not happen today or tomorrow but guess what you've got to understand that this is what what i'm here for this is what i want and he knew very early on and I said, you know, if this makes him run, then bye bye. It's fine. You can keep going. The door is that way. Keep that just walking through you because it just means it's yeah. not you. So I just threw myself all in 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 my imagination, in my thought process, in in the things that people were telling me to do, and the things that I was using my own initiative to do to to create this 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 thing for myself. And even when he came, I said, I'm throwing myself. What do I have to lose? You know, and and here we are. We're getting married, and and even then, it wasn't important about the details of the wedding. And for me, it's still not important about the details of the wedding. And that's just my personality. The colors, the color schemes, what people wear and what people don't wear, for me, is really, really irrelevant. Now, I happen to be having a beautiful wedding because circumstantially, my partner actually really cares. Some husbands don't. He really cares what things look like mm. and feel like. And I'm glad that he does because somebody needs to. And it's not that it's not important. It's just that for me isn't the bigger dream. The no. bigger dream is actually being able to be a married woman coming from where I come from, where mm. none of the women in my family are married. And that has come with its own challenges. Yeah. But for me, I have to keep in, I keep into account all the sacrificing that I've done. Yeah. And because you've already been through the thought process of that aspect in particular, the colour mm. schemes and that sort of things, it's already concrete for you. Yeah. So it doesn't need to be fed as much as everything else. Whereas Ollie has a different way of, of seeing things and does care about those things, but he might not necessarily, and most men don't anyway, have, never thought have about thought it, about it in that way. So for yeah. him, it's like, okay, it needs to look like this. What do you think of this? Yeah, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah. for me, it's solid. I know yeah. where we're getting there, so I'm all right Yeah, I'm it. good. Like, if it's green or blue, let's just go. It doesn't matter. You know? And this this is a good um, way. It's not even a good... It's the best way to ensure that your thoughts are conscious. It's about making sure that you're in control of the thought process and that that is the key to being able to bring things into life and to bring things into reality. You've got to have that conscious sense of what it is that you want mm. and not necessarily the house you're going to get there. Forget the house yeah, because the yeah, house yeah. can make it technical and scary and then it becomes something you might want to avoid. And it becomes scary because you might not know how to get there exactly. yet. But it's all about, I always say to people, forget, you know, oh, I want to be there. Mm-hmm. It's what do you want your life to look like on the other side of the haze of where you are right now. Yeah. Well, when I look into the haze on the other side, because I still have dreams and aspirations, mm-hmm. I see myself living a more enjoyable life because I have financial freedom. Mm. I have more money, which means that I don't have to be stuck to any one type of employment or any one type of job. Yeah. I have a husband who's happy and we're happy together. We possibly have other children. We have other things. Mm-hmm. That's what that looks like. Do I know how I'm going to get there? No. no. And the hardest part now is navigating through that fog. Yeah. And since I heard that line when we went to, and and this is the thing, we had a dream. Yeah. We wanted to create this thing 
and we started going to events. We started, and, yeah, and yeah. those events have stayed with us. Like there was a man who who quoted in one of the events that we went to, navigating through the fog, and it was the first time that I had heard that concept. Yeah. It blew my mind. Yeah. It still blows my mind today. Because obviously, before you would normally start something, you'd be super clear on what it is. You'd yeah. plan every faucet, every downfall, pitfall, detail, everything. People always tell you, you got to know you where you're plan, going. You got to know. You got to know. You got to know. And it's like, actually, I don't know. He was like, no, nah, I don't. It yeah. was great. And it stayed great. And sometimes it's still great. But I'm still navigating through it. I'm not going to allow the greyness to stop me from getting to yeah. where I get to. I'm going to navigate through the fog. That's and that's exactly what just it. really stayed with me. And so now for me, it's, the, it's thinking about where I want to be on the other side. And not worrying about the details of how I'm going to get there. Because manifestation is the ability to attract and create and turn any vision you have into a reality. Mm. That is what it is in a nutshell. And so in the, ter- in the terms of the 10 year challenge... Like, what were you thinking at that time in your life? And what has actually happened? And what things have you perhaps not put enough weight on or not done the processes to making it happen because you didn't believe in it enough? And there are things inside myself that I look back and I think, right, you know what? Maybe I could have achieved that if I believed in it enough and I'd start putting some of the the visualisation or creating some sort of mood board or doing things that then was going to attract that thing into Mm -hmm. my life. So the, the whole idea then is, like we said, the navigating through the fog mm-hmm. comes with a really, really hard task. And I think it's probably the hardest part to manifesting is letting go. And you're not really trusting in what you can do. Mm-hmm. Your ability needs to focus on how you think about yourself, how you think about that aspect of your life, what energy you feel like you're putting towards it. Are the thoughts negative? Yeah. Do you need to consciously keep saying to yourself, no, I'm not going to keep thinking about I don't have enough money to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to keep living in there. I'm going to keep going with that's what the house looks like I'm going to keep saying this is what the carpet should look like yes I need a jacuzzi cup cup, or to to be like like, these are the kind of people I want want to be involved because it's it's crazy I I started launching this project at school something I'd been thinking about a long time and then I started talking about it because somebody put me in a position to talk about it and then I started saying I want this person to be involved and then weeks later I met the person and for me it was like ah you know manifestation there because you were thinking about the person so much you were writing about including their work into your work and then the person just pops into your life yeah and it's a bit scary at first because you're like wow Wow. i really was thinking about you and not knowing how i was going to connect with you and here you are and it does require a lot of faith and i know people who might be listening and this is not necessarily um spiritually inclined in terms of the religious sense but it's not that it's just remembering that i know the world has its faults at the moment but in terms of if you think about creation just creation alone it is an amazing thing and it's natural it's so natural Mm -hmm. you can't explain most of it there's lots of theories around all of it but forgetting all of that just looking at the beauty of it and enjoying it alone keeps bringing you back to the point that there's so much out there in the world that can be done on your behalf that you not necessarily have to control all you have to do is believe Mm. you just have to believe and it's like actually scientists have worked on this they they've discovered that people who visualize are better sorry people who visualize are better have better futures and are more likely to be able to bring that future into existence and they talk about how the more you think about something, it actually draws you to that lifestyle or draws you to that thing that you're thinking yeah. about. And it's like the ability to construct that hypothetical scenario, like what you were doing, yeah. and the imagination yeah. of that scenario, actually it affects the greater accuracy of the prediction of the outcome. Yeah, it does. Because manifestation is known as scientific prayer. That's what it is. Essentially, it's known as scientific prayer. And that's just what you're doing. Mm. You're not really necessarily praying because 
Well, you are, but I don't find, I find it difficult to be the person that does the manifesting the way a lot of people recommend, like you're standing in the mirror and you're telling yourself, mm. I am confident, I am great, I am mm. this, I am that. Because I, I couldn't do that. You know what? I struggle with that because I couldn't. there is a part of me that is confident. Yeah. What I struggle with is believing in my dreams, mm-hmm. the unspoken imagination in my mind, because how can you explain to somebody a picture that you have in your head? It's very difficult. Yeah. So it's like, for me, like taking on your advice is... If I was in that scenario, how would I act? Yeah. What would I do? What would I wear? Who would I speak to? What would I speak about? What mm-hmm. would be my strategy? What would be... And it's like, even your advice I'm going to be taking on because there are few dreams in my life that I need to unlock. And I've had my way of doing it, but actually taking on other people's way because, yeah, the staring in the mirror might not be for you, yeah. but actually putting a plan into place as if you were going to the bank tomorrow to ask for that loan. That's right. What would you say? What would you not say? What mm. would what do you actually need to research? Because a lot of it, a lot of our confidence comes from the fact that we don't have the knowledge. Yeah. So that's why I said I'm going to try to break down my week so that I can start acquiring the knowledge that it's going to give me the confidence that to then I will be to able make to proceed. Decisions and move forward with certain things. So we were saying one of the next steps in terms of of, of conscious and unconscious creation is training your mind to be conscious. Yeah. You need to train your mind and you need to be vigilant of your mind, which we talked about in a few podcasts mm-hmm. further back. But training your mind to be conscious because. It's, it's not a natural thing once you've been fed so many negative thoughts and people have busted down the door of your dreams yeah. so many times. Yeah. So it's a process of mental cleansing is what it's known as. And it's where you're taking the time. Every time a, a negative thought seeps into your mind, you actively try to eliminate it. So you start to worry about money. You're like, no, I'm not going to do that right now. I'm going to focus on the fact that I had money to buy bread this morning. You start to worry about what your husband's doing and you wipe that one. No, I'm just going to think about yesterday when he told me a joke or you know we had a bit of a giggle or a laugh together you start thinking about work and it starts to worry you you switch it back and you're constantly doing that so you're almost having that mental battle and that's Mm. known as mental cleansing because when you're in a space where you're happy and you're good what happens you have more positive experiences Mm. when you're in that space when you're negative you're low you're worried you're stressed everything negative starts to to happen happen and then it's sometimes unwanted experiences what you're like i didn't draw this upon myself Mm. you kind of did you kind of did through your own thought processes Mm. Mm. and it's like when you say oh here we go again yeah well if you were talking about how rubbish your day was and it doesn't get better mate you drew that experience closer to you it is it is unfortunate but it is actually the reality of the situation so spending time really just knocking back those thoughts and it is um time consuming Mm. but it's really really beneficial so one of the things that i'm going to suggest you take away and try and i'm going to speak to people who i know who listen and see if they can you know have a go at trying it because it is a good one is saying nothing negative to yourself for 24 hours I'm going to try it too. I'll let you guys know how it goes next podcast. Say nothing negative to yourself. I need that right hours. now, guys. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it tomorrow mm-hmm. and I'm going to let you know how it goes. And we're going to put it on the podcast. I'm going to do it nothing. as well. Yeah, let's do it. And Say then, nothing negative for 24 hours. hours yeah. And you keep saying to yourself, I'm going to speak what I manifest. So as soon as you have that thought process coming and you know it's going to start hitting worry, fear, you're going to get into, you know, some kind of negative state. You go straight back to, I'm going to speak what I want to manifest. And Amen. then it takes mm-hmm. you back to where Because each time be. you think something negative, ask yourself, what is, uh, sorry, is that what you want to manifest? Okay, the day is rubbish. So do you want it to stay rubbish? rubbish stay so keep saying that. But if you want it to get better, then you need to change your speech. You need to change what you're internally saying in your brain. And then that's how things will then change. You can't expect it to change because of some sort of magic wand. Mm-hmm. You have to firstly do that in your mind. Yeah. And then that's what you want to manifest. You want to have a better day? You want to have a better boss? You want to have a better working experience? Then you need to start shifting your mind to that. Say these things. Work towards them being realities and not really you know, dwell on the fact that it's a lacking area in your life right now. The dwelling is not going to make it any better but i'm telling you now the positive thought definitely does
definitely so cleansing cleansing is is what we're going to be focusing on and um also take into consideration that the things that you don't worry about tend to happen the most because Mm. you're relaxed you're in a relaxed state and you're in a relaxed state because you truly believe that they can happen or they can't happen so when you're guiding your energy you need to start guiding your energy towards trusting and really truly believing the things that you want to manifest because actually nothing in our life is random Mm -hmm. and your mental energy is actually waiting it's waiting for direction it's waiting for you to start acting so like the CEO that you want to so be. True. It's waiting for you to actually start writing that blog about that thing that you have particular interest in. Mm-hmm. Because once you start doing it, things will unlock. Even for us with the podcast, the podcast wasn't the main way that we wanted to tackle the thing that we're trying to resolve. We're trying to help people understand their mind in, in various different aspects and mm-hmm. unlock different areas of their lives mm-hmm. and consider how you know mental health is actually so important and it's mm-hmm. such it's a, it's the biggest part of your health mm. you know even people that have been sick have found healing just yeah. for shifting their minds Mindset, yeah. so we're trying to help people to think you know more about their mind and the health of their mind especially because it's something that you can't see it's not like a broken leg and so that was what we were coming on to in terms mm. of what we were trying to achieve but even just from from doing that and just we said all right the easiest way for us to start is to start putting our thoughts down on, on something paper on paper something. on the podcast and we started mm-hmm. with the podcast and things have happened since there people yeah. have chimed in people have told us you know that they find it interesting people have also found changes in themselves yeah that and then so it's helping us to think actually it's not just a good idea that we had in our mind no. we're doing something towards it and another thing that will be happening is we're going to be ha- doing a talk yeah we are we're going to be doing the talk for the gaia networking meeting yeah and Based that will brentford. be happening yep yeah, brentford on the 23rd of january this month so we're preparing for that really excited about that to have like an actual live audience because it's nice to do the podcast and you can get people's feedback a bit later on but to have an audience for us is a really big deal because definitely not something we expected or planned but it's it's gonna be but it was also actually something that we were thinking about when we yeah before, when we originally when we started, originally started exactly. the idea we knew that we wanted to talk to women definitely. and we didn't know how it was gonna happen no. but we said we're gonna start regardless because we don't know what will come out of it so we will be we are gonna be guest speakers at the gaia network and it will be happening from 7 till 8 30 on the 23rd of january it's actually at hanwell library and yeah we're joining up with these ladies and we're we're supporting them and we're going to be putting a bit more of our thoughts on how we f- we're going to do things about how you feed your mind manifestation we're going to combine a lot of the things that we talked about in the podcast yeah. and we're going to give you a real life seminar we're going to have tasks a little bit of the tasks that we try to infuse in the podcast we're going to have some live on the day and um come down if you're interested we would love the support those who have been you know listeners you want to be around other women who are trying to kind of progress in their lives yeah come down to the guy network it will be great it starts at seven so most people will be able to get there and mm. it will be like a real opportunity to ask us questions in person if you have them obviously we're not experts but we are people who are actively trying to accomplish things in our own personal lives and we have some accomplishments under the belt already yeah and more to come of course so if you want to see us in person please come down to the guy network it's going to be fantastic so the takeaway mm. here there's a few i'm gonna go with five yeah i'm being a bit harsh but no go with five yes. so starting manifestation in terms of thought for yourself so it's imperative that you train yourself to take on a single thought. Doesn't matter what it's about, but start to think about it for longer than you normally would. You're aiming to think about it for 17 seconds. That sounds like a really random number, but scientifically proven that if you think about something for 17 seconds, it starts to change emotions and has a different effect on your body, therefore affecting your I- and impacting your mind. And then, like we said, the universe and everything else can start to 
um, come into play. You say kind words to yourself more often. So when you're having those down moments and you're knocking the, going through the mental cleansing, thinking about how you're going to eliminate those thoughts, be kinder to yourself and be like, okay, just give yourself a minute here. Mm -hmm. You have put some work in. Okay, maybe it's not working, but there's nothing wrong with you trying again. Be kind to yourself. Mm -hmm. Have conversations with people that you know you're going to enjoy. Good conversations. Mm. good conversations and do things that are good for you in terms of promoting your self-love and taking care of yourself because if you can't take care of yourself and be the greatest you for you then in terms of what you're going to be putting out there it's not going to be great mm -hmm. and it will still have the same lacking impact as you know it, it, it currently has or has had in the past and if you don't want that to be your I'm mantra for life yeah. then you need to start switching up and mm. being kind to yourself what I do um, another thing that you've got to do is start to think about your surroundings because what you have around you was once in your mind consciously or unconsciously so, so right. actually it's time to stop thinking oh why am i here or why is this happening and actually stop and think you know this has actually been either has come through conscious or unconscious creation let me yep. sit down and think where this this thing has come from negative or positive mm -hmm. you know we like to talk about the positives but there are negative aspects of, of our lives that have happened through unconscious creation like a lot of the things that have happened to me in terms of i don't know even my career i would say right now as much as i do enjoy aspects of it i think a lot of it came out of unconscious creation because i was scared i was scared that i wasn't going to become the person i wanted to become mm. and so i thought let me do this in the meantime and i'm not saying that my job isn't great i'm just saying that ultimately it wasn't the end goal for me whereas it might be the end goal for somebody else so it's like okay i need to be true to myself now and not let go of the dream because fear led me here fear of not having enough or not having accomplished enough by a certain age so you need to look around your life and see what was created through conscious creation yeah perhaps my marriage perhaps my children maybe not and then think about what was created through unconscious creation so that you can start to tackle the things that are frustrating your life. Mm. So um, that's another takeaway as well. And we were talking about, you know, being kind to yourself. But yeah. actually, we were talking about thinking about how you're thinking about your thoughts. Yeah. It's that metacognition co where you're thinking about your you thinking. Thought, yeah. Right. So you're thinking about how do I feel when I'm thinking about that thing? Yeah. Am I stressed? Am I, am I stressed when I'm thinking about mm -hmm. that part of my future? So you actually need to change the, your feelings try to smile make yourself happy in the moment when you're mm -hmm. thinking about your creation perhaps act it out visualize yeah. it put have on that lipstick have fun with your dreams don't let it become a burden like oh my days i don't know how i'm gonna do it perhaps start to dress up perhaps do a role play maybe you do need to look at yourself in the mirror perhaps it's just putting on that suit that you know you're gonna wear to the interview mm -hmm. perhaps sitting down with the mirror and having that interview for practice all of those things because those things also help to keep balance in life it mm. gives you those breaks away from the times that are stressful because they do come day to day mm. but having those 10 15 seconds where you're letting your imagination run wild and whatever it whatever thought it may be can actually help to kind of shift your mood back but bring that balance back into the mm. negativity that is gonna you know still keep prevailing day to day so we hope today's episode has been helpful um, the overall hope is that, you know, when you do that 10 year challenge again on Instagram, if you have done it or have you have thought about it, is that actually the things that you want to happen in your life right now have actually manifested in 10 years. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that, you know, you have to take 10 years to manifest some of the goals that you have in your mind. I totally, totally don't believe you do. No. But actually feeding those dreams and aspirations now and doing something about them now ensures that they will happen 10 years from now and you can look back in 10 years time and say, you know what, I did that thing I believed I was going to do and that is going to take your confidence levels up 
to so many higher scales because you have done what you said you were going to do. And then again, opens those doors, like you said. So through you being able to find the man of your dreams, it's now giving the confidence to move forward with other aspects of your life mm -hmm. and look at them on a grander scale. So, guys, I hope to see you at the Gaia meeting. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fun. Gaia networking meeting. And, um, yeah, see you guys in Hanwell Library. Please, please come. It's going to be great. Go on to the Gaia um, network. You can find them through our um, Instagram. You can click on there and you can buy your tickets through their Instagram page. So, thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Bye.